Welcome to the Horror Supernatural Chop Shop. Chopping up the good, the bad, the insane movies, TV shows of the horror and supernatural genre. With games, trivia, facts, and more. Hello to our horror, sci-fi, supernatural loving fans. Welcome to the Horror Supernatural Chop Shop. As always, this is Zach, Mr. Eyeliner, always known as Zach, THS Chop Shop, and thankfully always joined by my amazing co-host and great makeup effects artist, Bestie, Evil Pris. Hello, what's going on? How you doing, Evil Pris? Doing just fine. How are you? I'm doing great, you know. I just wanna, I just wanna say um, thanks to the audience and our listeners for continuing to support and listen to us. And I just want you all to know, Evil Pris is a very busy makeup artist, and uh, you know, in her light own right, and me, I'm very busy with uh, trying to branch out my eyeliner brand. And we always want to dedicate our time. And we usually record our podcast uh, every Friday evening, sometimes Thursday evening or another day because of our schedules. And every time our podcast does get published, it comes out Monday, 12 p.m. Eastern time. So we hope that you guys always join in. You know, you got work, put your your AirPods on, your headphones on, listen to our podcast. We try to really give you the best stuff that we can get because we are that team, that two different backgrounds who love horror and love the genre. There you go. Yeah, so I, I, you know, um, I just also want to explain to the audience. We pick. I love picking movies with you, Evil Press, because some movies you and I don't agree on, and we're like, all right. But there's some movies people recommend. I, and that's really great. Lately, I've been getting us a lot of people um, on Instagram, and I hope this continues on Facebook, recommending things to review. And you know, that's gonna come, and eventually we're gonna be bigger and bigger, and people are gonna view it. And everybody, we respect that and we appreciate that. But it has to come down to Evil Pris and I making sure we want to review the movie and it, it actually fits our podcast. You know, we're not going to do anything out of the bounds that we both just, we're not talking about. someone bitching already that we're not reviewing what they want? Yeah, because, you know, there's, you and I have a, a great presence where we talked about this before we started the podcast. We're not going to review just anything. We have to respect what we want to review, you know? And complaining and whining. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. No, that's... I'm asking honestly, who's bitching and whining and complaining? Uh, no one's like really bitching and whining. It's like people are like, oh, you should review this and that. But like a lot of the stuff that we're going to review is always going to, that's not there yet. Maybe in a, maybe when we get there, but at this point in our careers and the show, you and I are making all the decisions what we're going to review. There's stuff that we want to get out there. Maybe some, none of these people have seen before. Sometimes something that everybody's seen that we love, you know? I guess, basically, in a nutshell, guys, if we don't want to review it, we're not going to review it. No, but like we like uh, eventually in the future, this is like, again. I want to tell this audience for us, we are two hardworking people of creativity, and we love doing this every Friday or whenever we do this. I so look forward to Evil Press and I doing this, and we want to get your opinions on asking us questions and whatnot. And eventually, I am going to work very hard for us both to create a Patreon account where we do extended episodes that you can join our club and pay a small admission and get us with extra foot, extra like 
time that we do stuff and Q and A's that we do after the show ends that you hear live. A lot of great material that you don't really get on just the free podcast you get on Spotify, iTunes, podcasts, and where else. I guess that's the explanation in a nutshell. Yeah. So like the, starting there, um, we picked a great another great movie on a Friday to review that we're doing right now, and it's Drag Me to Hell. Yes. <laughs> drag Me to Hell. There's so many ways I wanted to say it to you. Drag Me to Hell. Or Drag Me to Hell. <laughs> Either way you say it, it's such a great tongue twister, a great title, of, of course, directed by the amazing Sam Raimi. Like, uh, look at Sam Raimi's movie titles. The Evil Dead. The Evil Dead 2. Army of Darkness. You know, Drag Me to Hell. It's like he's so good at this. Doing, you, you can't forget a title of his movies. Yeah, no, it was a good movie. I was actually saying to somebody the other day, I felt like it didn't get enough appreciation when it came out because, to be quite honest, half the people that it's even been mentioned to, they didn't even know that that movie actually existed, which is kind of a weird thing. But at the same time, it came out around a time where no one was really giving enough credit for a lot of horror movies at the time, so... Yeah, I actually like uh, most of the people I talk to, like even like my best friend Ricky. Me and him were talking. Like, yeah, I actually caught that the other day, and it was on. Yeah, I had to watch day, it. I'm talking about when it first came out. I'm not talking about recently. I'm talking about when it first came out. It really didn't get as much attention as it should have. No, when it first when it did first come out, I remember like everybody like, like as I was getting older. I think it came out in 2009. And it was like that movie that oh, Sam Raimi did another horror movie and it's PG-13. So you're so interested in how the hell is he doing this? And everybody like I knew were like we went and saw it and everybody loved it. And we talked about it. other people saw it. And uh, I mean, the movie it was his biggest budget. Anybody seeing it at that time period. I heard about us all bitching about the gas prices at the time because we had the crash. So around 2009, I really honestly it did not get the attention that it should have gotten maybe you and your group of friends saw it but it definitely did not get the attention that it should have at the time period i i i mean from what you're saying i I feel that way and i think a lot of people that i don't know personally that i've spoken to like on via you know like live videos or whatnot and in conversations they most likely have seen it on some form of dvd or something or on demand or whatnot and that's uh, a shame because seeing it in the theater was such a great experience having Raimi back on the screen and seeing these things and with friends that grew up watching Evil Dead, you know, Evil Dead was the reason the Coen brothers uh, started. Like there are so many directors who honor Sam Raimi on doing a, a no budget film, the Evil Dead, Evil Dead was a no budget film that that really got over on independent cinema and you had all these great directors that became really big directors later on. And they were like, how did this guy make this movie? That's so entertaining with no money. Well, we're talking about drag me to hell though. Not evil dead. That's for another time. <laughs> yeah, that is. All right. So with drag me to hell, it's you know, that good old story. Evil Pris, you know, we have this great character, Christine Brown, who just basically wants to get ahead in her banking career. And, you know, she has a decision to make. You want to get to that spot or you want to deny a nice old, or let me say, creepy woman who wants a loan? Do you no, want to... 
creepy woman. It was a gypsy woman. And anybody. Oh, that- oh we have we have to be very careful. I was on you gonna say gypsy. We ha- we're gonna have this soft in this conversation tonight. I'm gonna say Romani woman. Romani. Finish talking and saying what I was gonna say. Anyway, because <laughs> she was clearly an old gypsy woman, I would have approved her immediately because I would have believed that that bitch wanted to put a curse on me if I said no. So. Oh my God! That yes, like I don't care how you want to get ahead. If a old lady who you obviously is a known as a gypsy, and anybody who lives in a coast that we know gypsies, we've met gypsies, or I'm gonna say Romani, but they don't care because I know a lot. I've met many gypsies. They don't give a shit. But like, you call them Romani, like they are Romani. That's what they are from. So like, yeah. So a Romani woman, like a Romani person who's an older person. You don't deny that. And then when a Romani person actually begs you and you still don't give them that, you know, I don't blame them for putting a curse on you. I'm not going to piss off for a, a gypsy slash Romani person ever. Uh-uh. <clears throat> nope. <laughs> you know, you know better. I know better. We're telling our audience to please know better. I would have rather gotten fired. Okay, you get fired, right? I get fired. Can we find a new job? Yes. We get a curse put on us. Actually, no. technically at that time period, jobs were a little scarce, so hmm, that's a little bit of a rethinker right now that I just thought about. 2009, we had the market crash, so there actually was no job, so we'd be screwed. That's a tough decision, then, If since you remember that. Like, yeah, that's a really tough what decision. I remembered it. I lived through it, dude. No, but, like, in, when I was growing up in New York, yeah, we had that here, but there were still jobs accessible to people with, like, a resume. Yeah, there wasn't shit here. There were, yeah, there was plenty of things we could do. It's not going to be the money we deserve, but there could be jobs we can get. Yeah, we didn't have that luxury around here. It was pretty hard even to find a $10 an hour job. But either way, anyway, I still wouldn't have done it, though. I wouldn't have... Uh, I wouldn't have uh, denied that claim. I would have been like, sure, go ahead. And then I would have just dealt with getting yelled at later. Yeah, and the whole decision that Christine makes is because she wants this job. And then new, the, the new douchey guy that's joined the bank who just started, he's already, uh, Stu is his name. I remember that name. It's like Stu. And he's uh, open for the same position she is. So her boss basically says, you know, he makes the tough decision. So she's going to make this tough decision trying to be ahead of him. She makes yeah, that tough decision. Job, but technically her job was not on the line to say yes. So she could have made that decision. She just was being a little pussy. You're correct. She could have made that decision. And maybe she not got the promotion, but she still would have had a job. Exactly. So she was just being a pussy. <laughs> so after like she denies and our, I mean, I love that actress. Like, um, I looked her name up, like Lorna Raver. She's she annoys the fuck out of me. Oh, like the gypsy, like uh, Ganache? No, the young actress. She has that kind of face that I would like to just smack it. Did Did you ever see her in that movie White Oleander? Because that a lot of women I know want to punch her because of that movie. No, I saw the movie. I didn't want to punch her because of that. She just was playing victim too much with this. With uh, Drag Me to Hell, she her character in the movie White Oleander did not have a fucking choice. So she was bounced off between foster home to foster home. So no, I do not 
have the feeling at that time watching that movie that I wanted to punch her in the face. If anything, I felt mm-hmm. fucking bad for her character. How would you so, feel if you were in that situation? No, I'm I'm saying as a, as a man here watching it, I respected her acting in both films. I didn't feel any other way, but respected her as an actress in both. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, for Drag Me to Hell, it was just Drag Me to Hell that I just wanted to smack her in the face. Okay. <laughs> all right, so after smacking her in the face. So after this all happens, uh, I love it. That's one of my favorite scenes happens, the parking lot scene. She gets in the car and, you know... The gypsy woman, Ganoush, is there, and she like goes at her. Remember, and... There are some people that are probably listening that hasn't seen this, so don't tell them every single detail because they might want to watch it for themselves. All right, so we'll start in that. I want to say a scene without spoiling. I want to say some great hair pulling, some awesome like eyeball I've action. Got, I've just had her hair pulled twice, no, three times. Three times, yeah. Like, yeah. that actress had to go through the hair pulling in this movie, I gotta tell you. She was fine. She didn't get her hair fucking really pulled. But it was it was just a great, like, her, her, her like, playing the, that, that uh, character. That character, she, you know, she really invoked it. Like, she got the you know it was amazing how that happened. They had they had the sequences of the hair pulling scenes, and it's not like I pulled your hair, it's I ripped your hair out of your fucking head. It's like damn. Yep, that looked painful. And then we get introduced to her boyfriend, which I have to call him Justin Long Tusk for going forever after I saw Tusk. He's just known as Tusk. Do you really have to? He's Tusk anyway. <laughs> he's tough to me and then you know he does he's a non-believer and they have this walking by after all this happened and oh they go to a fort they go to a uh, psychic psychic go and i love the psychic. you know anytime you go to a psychic with your hubby the psychic literally says to you i'll refund your money that's some you know you're fucked because i don't think there's any psychic anybody's ever been to like i'm gonna refund your money after i read you you know unless there's something really scary about you well, that's because she knew she was going to die. She didn't know exactly she's going to die. Spoiler. She knew enough. She knew enough. She knew she was going to fucking die. Come on. So, like, yeah, at that point when the psychic is like, oh, basically making her feel like that. She, I love when she goes and tries to beg the old lady knowing and not knowing what's going on. And, like, the when niece whatever opens the door, oh, I know who you are or whatever. She go, you want to come in and see her? And then you got that one seat when... Not to get too much away because some people haven't seen this. Well, guys, spoiler alert because we have to talk about well, this. You keep the, you, well, okay, but don't give so many spoils to where somebody ends up not wanting to watch it. Some people actually, if they have too much information, they don't even want to watch it. All right, so like I know I get that, but like, how much should I give? Should I just say the certain scenes? Except for that, and just... I would say you could. I would say give some certain scenes, but at the same time, leave a little bit to the imagination. You can be vague like that, can't you? Yeah, no, no, no. I can totally be vague. All right, so I'm gonna like you're saying, I'm gonna skip through, try and really spoil it. Uh, I'm gonna say, all right, basically, Christine, the main character, is knows that for three days of her life she's just gonna go through hell she's seeing she's tormented by the curse seeing things things bad are happening to her after three days that's it you're being dragged to hell that's the point of the movie you pissed off that person that person's dead you can't ask for forgiveness now what do you do 
Uh, well, I mean, she she had the perfect idea. The problem is, is she, she grabbed the wrong shit. That's all I'm going to say. She grabbed the wrong shit. <laughs> As Evil Pris is saying, that is very correct. Yes, you grab the wrong shit should be kind of like a hashtag on this movie by the uh, by the end. But like, yeah, she tries everything. She goes, she like, there's a cat murder is all I'm saying. You know, there's a cat coming out of a mouth in a seance scene. There's a lady in the beginning of the movie. You see this shot where like this younger person and this kid gets possessed by Lenora, you know, Lenora, like, like the curse of it, which is also named as a goat. That's the the, the spirit is all. La, la, la Lama, which is in Spanish, the goat, and it appears as the entity spirit. Like, that's the beginning of the movie you see. And again, oh, why in these, these movies? It's always like a beginning scene where it's a Spanish family that has a possessed character. <laughs> because that's typically the people that completely believe in these kind of curses, and they're more susceptible to it because of their faith. Because most of these curses like this are actually more of a religious factor. And Catholic, I'm not saying all of them, but Catholics or Italian Catholics are very much into things like that. So that's why more than half the time you end up actually seeing that type of family because they are more prone to these things. There you go. Question answered. Boom. Boom. You did. And I have to agree. I think that evil spirits and forces will come upon the more like the people who are so hot holier. No, you did. No, you did. And I'm gonna say me as my you totally did. I'm saying I know these people and I I have family like that. But there's certain people that play that game where they're so holy that they wouldn't mind maybe a time messing with something. And if you mess with something, that's the more times that things will come at you and that these evil forces and things happen like that. But like with this scenario. You're, you just have to understand, it's a morality movie. In opinion, it's like if you're shitty to the wrong person, some shit can happen to you, you know? Yeah, it, it actually, that is an agreement. It is like a morale type situation. So. And I like how Raimi really kind of he led us through this movie where we went through it. We're like, yeah, this is all about morality. She made a decision, she made a choice. And after she goes through this hell and she tries to get through this hell, and people die along the course or whatnot. Her main thing is the, the psychic give, tells her, you're going to die unless you give it to someone else. So put the button that the, you know, the gypsy tore off her jacket, put it in an envelope. On the way home, she's feeling like gold. Something happens, blah, blah, blah. You know, just know that she thinks everything is great. Sunny, she's doing a trip with her, you know, her perfect boyfriend over there and they're gonna go away in the train and she looks and buys a new brand new jacket to feel even better about herself and when she finally gets to him and he's like oh great look what happened to your other item blah blah she sees an envelope with a button in it that's her button so nothing actually worked <laughs> Well, you just pretty much gave away the ending. I'm going to tell you, in these reviews, when you listen to these like podcasts, people have to. Because this is a movie that, I mean, 1999, 2009. Like, well, all these... There are some people that are younger than us. That I, mean, I, 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 hear, I hear endings of this on podcasts, and I want to watch the movie more sometimes, too. But I, that's, 
yeah, but that's you. That's not everybody. But we yeah. have to, when we review this kind of movie, we have to give you what happens at the very hey, end. Hey, you giving away the ending. I'm not saying anything else about it. I just pointed out that you just totally gave away the ending. I didn't give away the total ending, no. Okie dokie. No, I, um, do you want, I can't, do you want me to tell the total ending? Since I went no, this far? obviously I don't. There's a reason why I said don't do that, so... Listeners, listeners, when you listen to our podcast, do you agree, can Evil Press? Can I please talk? Thank you. I was about to say, you got to say all your whimsical things of what happened in the movie. There are you. There are people that are new age millennials that have not seen that movie. They've never heard of it. For fuck's sake, there are plenty of kids that have never heard of fucking Daria. So when you tell them about it, they want to watch it. So this just might, I'm not saying it is, obviously more than half of the fucking planet in the world has seen it, but there are those kids where clearly they haven't seen it yet, and there's plenty of horror movies that, that's actually what annoys me sometimes, is when you tell them these good horror movies, and then they try to like bring up any new age shit that like you just like, you want to shudder at them. You know what I'm talking about. I know, I do. So what do you suggest I create a sound bit that says spoiler time it's going to take about two minutes fast forward these two minutes because as a podcast reviewing movies we have to tell you the ending of movies yeah you should probably actually give that warning actually if you gave that warning i would absolutely nothing i'm gonna work on that so audience spoiler alert right now without the sound clip because we have to be doing justice to our reviews of horror movies and i have to review how this movie ends so in the next minute Minute and 15 minutes, I 15 seconds. I am going to tell you the ending. Okay. How's that sound? You're the one talking to them. Guys, comment at me, hate me for this, but I, I gave you a heads up. Okay. So, again, as a justified reviewer of horror movies, we are, I mean, Evil Press gave me the business on the right stuff. And I'm going to make a sound clip for us so we can be better at that. I can be better at that, at least. I mean, she's good at that. But, uh, okay. I love the ending in this movie. It was just brilliant, and I have to say the term just desserts, you know, because as she finds out, it's the wrong thing that she put in the envelope. That Go ahead and tell him what it is. If you're telling him the ending, tell him what it is. The wrong button. The wrong button. The wrong button, because she went to the graveyard, and who does she deserve to give it to? Give it to someone else. She went to the grave of the dead gypsy and stuffed it in her fucking mouth but not before a lot of gory amazing sam raimi moments and now we're back to this scene when she sees the button it's, it's still in that envelope she's backing up in her heels backing up falls off the train track just her boyfriend over there is freaking out she's saying help me and just as the train's coming you see another great sammy sam raimi moment fury like it's just fury like out of the fucking bottom demonic hands emerge pull her through and you see as they pull her through very nicely he's freaking out and then once she's finally through you see him and he now he's holding the button so now it's his problem and boom it ends drag me to hell and drag me to hell is not just the title it's literally what fucking happens to our main character yeah hence the title of the movie he but like dragged me to hell because what I thought was really cool is I learned many years ago he wrote this the script right after he did Army of Darkness 
and he had it on the shelf for like years. And when after he did the Spider-Man movies, he was able to do this movie with his biggest budget. That was like one of his own kind of movies. And he got he got with it. You know, he did it. He did it his way. And I thought it came out beautifully how like I pretty much think he wrote it in the first place many decades before. Yeah, like I said, I agree. It was a really it was a really well put together movie. That was one of those movies where there was no real question. There was no real question or criticism because there was uh it was a lot of them just kinda piecing it together where you didn't have to ask too many questions. Just it's more of like a matter of opinion type of movie. It's kind of like how did you how did you like it? What did you like about it? I didn't really have any kind of real criticisms at the time when I was watching the movie a long time ago and I constantly have criticisms you know that and I really didn't have any because I feel like they pieced it together the best way that they really could and it didn't leave really I'm sure there's plenty of people that have had several questions I'm not saying that like because I didn't have any other people didn't but me personally myself I I think they tied it all together pretty well where you didn't really have to ask the question. You just kind of knew from there Justin Long was screwed. No, I, I agree with you. I think like when you first saw it and I first saw it, it was uh, I was a special movie for me to see a, a new Sam Raimi movie in the theaters. I, I think that was that was the, the first at the time. Yeah, that was like the first Sam Raimi actual horror film. I think I was old enough to go to the theaters and see because all he, he did Dark Man when I was like a kid, and then he did Spider Man movies and um, another movie, Bill Paxton and Billy Bob in the 2000s. But this was like the actual horror movie. So I was excited, my best friends to see. And I loved it. But um, even then, uh, the sense of like that was me like, getting out of high school and the college times, that was me like I saw it as a morality tale. And even when I watch it today again, it's such a great classic story of morality. And um you know no but like um i'm gonna go i'm gonna lead into like my review of it uh the dramatic irony of the movie the comedic scenery uh, it was very sam raimi but at the same time he put in the time to give us these whimsical moments when like during the like the seance right all he had to say is i swallow your soul i would have loved that but uh, the guy's like prancing in the air possessed you know and all that the, the scenery eyeballs popping up scenes he gave us the really great uh, physical scenes. He gave us the great, like, practical makeup artistry and his best stuff he gave us. And I loved it. I think the production value was high value. I think the acting really played with the writing. And um, score-wise, I have to give it a perfect nine out of ten. I would say with everything that I just described before you did, I would have to say that I give it a nine and a half. Awesome. Just everything, just the fact that I didn't really question much about it, everything that you said with the effects, the location, just different, just all aspects of it, 9.5. Love that. I hope you uh, listeners give us some input on your scoring as well. Speaking of the listeners, who had the question for us? I actually was, that just popped in my head. Ah, I will let us know right now, but right before I go through talking about one sponsor. We got to check out this week, another great sponsor of ours, TG Collectibles. And right now they have these great Janitor Universal monster figures available and also available in bundles. 
And I found out this week, also coming in June, there's like a whole list of great new items. Sort of site I will be talking about soon. Great musician um, figures that we know of great quality and more. So please check them out at TGE.company and TGE.company on Instagram. Use our discount code, lowercase chop shop. Mention that we sent you and use that discount code for 10% off your whole entire order. And you'll love that item. Trust me. All right. So back to who asked us the we had a few questions by the time we actually started recording this, actually. Okay, so tell me the questions. The so first, we we're going to do this first question, and it's going to be a fun one, all right? So Toxic Baker and a, a few of his friends saw something I posted about this, questions, you know, and they listened to our show. So him and, like, two of his friends were like, they're like, all right, let's ask him something cool. And he told me, and he's like, okay, he basically, the main question is, let me make sure it's correct. And then you and I are going to have to take a few seconds to brainstorm our great ideas on answering it. And I love how people are actually doing that. So the question, I literally, if, 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 we, if we, if we, if we, if we, you and I could do any versus movie, example, Freddy versus Jason, blah, blah, blah. Who would you match up for a battle royale and what location would be in space, private ship, streets of New York, finally, who would win? I wouldn't do any, I would not do a versus thing because we already saw how Freddy versus Jason fucking turned out. But, our, but that's this is our question. We don't have to do a Freddy versus Jason. We can do our own theory. I'm just saying that I wouldn't verse anybody because of my point. My overall point is we already saw how Freddy versus Jason turned out. Would I verse anybody against anybody? No, because you can sit there and trash on either one. Of like, oh no, this person would do it so much better. That per that killer would do it so much better. In all reality, we don't really know how it's really gonna go. Even if you verse them, it would be honestly, I would like look at it as like a celebrity death match type moment. And I like, I don't even know. Like that's the thing is, I just think ver verse them a killer versus a killer is just kind of corny. I don't Can know. Can I kind of, can I kind of clear this question to our another uh, dimension for us both, and we can answer it maybe? You can answer. No, if you have the no, answer, no, I, I, I want, I want, I want to, I want, I want to put a scenario so you can answer as well. It's not like we're not making the franchise. It's just saying like this is like in this other place it's as horror lovers, conversational points, not yes, movie points. Yes, I know points. exactly what you're saying in my answer. But you have it, it's kind of like true for there. You have to answer it. Like just put something to get. Please answer it. What's your thoughts? Like who would you put just for fun? Shits and giggles. Jigsaw and Anna, Jigsaw and Chucky. And where would you put them? Oh, fuck, 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 fuck. You remember that fucking movie where they filmed it in, like, New Orleans, and it was like, oh, my God. It was, like, a demonic-type presence, and it was, like, filmed in New... Probably around, like, New Orleans, like, the outskirts of New Orleans, like, them just fucking battling each other in the fucking fields. Who would win? That's a question I definitely am going to stick to. I can't answer that because they both have different attributes. That could go either way. I'm not answering that one. I like that, what you think. I like that. Either way. That's very respectable because I'm going to, I don't think I'm going to be able to answer mine either. I was about to say, like, like I, I can't answer who would win. They both are fucking dolls and they both are fucked up in the head. So you guys got your answer for me, though. Chucky versus Jigsaw. 
All right, so after you said that, I had some time to think. I'm going to go with something really fucking twisted. I want to like think of and kind of compare them as equal on the playing ground. All right, you get Pinhead versus the Tall Man from Phantasm. Both bring like, things from hell. One is bringing things from hell. One's bringing he's turning fucking dead people into midget <laughs> zombies in a parallel universe and bringing them here. So if you put them in a place, you, you put them in fucking Vegas. You put them in the middle of Vegas, let them reap all the souls, take as many as they want, and battle it out. Because that would be a shit show. Because the tall man, again, is a spirit, is, is like supernatural. Sci, he's like sci fi. He's from are a different planet. Same, are you in the same boat as me? Of like, you wouldn't even know. How oh, you, I just think the world would be fucked. I don't know who would win. I wouldn't even think to even bet on who would win that fight. Because both are like, you got hell and you got hell from another dimension universe you're fucked i think anybody in the middle is fucked so they win they yeah, both I was win about to say, i'm gonna say right now we could answer the questions versus killers like we just did but don't ask us who we would think would win it's a toss-up we both just picked like two different people versus versus that are on the same playing level so like don't ask us who we think would win because with those two options that you said and i said it could go either way yeah, yeah. For the you and I would be like, who the hell are we to answer how it would end? Unless we're put in that scenario, and I don't want to be put in that scenario. No, fuck that. No. No. So if you guys want to ask how it ends, put yourself in the scenario. You'll wake up tomorrow in the scenario, and if you make it through, all the power to you. We'll put you on our podcast. You could tell us how you did it. You know. Please don't. <laughs> all right so after that great debate question thank you toxic baker and friends for that question i like you to said mention... there are the two questions what's the other one well the next question would be i will have I'll, can i give you some time to think about it and i can do the sponsor sure actually yes ask me a question first do the sponsor and i'll think about it while you're doing it perfect all right so this is a question that's from a good friend on instagram it's basically you and your opinion, my opinion, just like one or two of our favorite horror films from the last 10 years that weren't a franchise or anything big, just our favorites. Okay. All right. So while you're doing the sponsor, I'm going to jeopardy my, in my head for a second. All right. So as Evil Press is jeopardying in her head, I'd like to mention our second and longest sponsor, Pray for Us Clothing, a great clothing brand that is designed for all alike and their message the end is near a great item this week is the see you in hell crop tea and also their black metal booty shorts perfect for like this weekend's 90 degree plus weather on the east coast so these are great items to buy and for any girls i know and any women i know definitely great items please use the promo code capital ths shop shop for a very well-deserved horror fan discount and follow them at pray for us clothing on instagram Back to Evil Pris. Okay. I was like, I was literally like, oh, wait till he's done. Here's the problem. I know exactly what movie I'm thinking in my head. The problem is, is I don't remember the name and I can't go on my phone to search IMDb or it's going to kick me off of here. Are you in front of your computer and you can actually be able to find it for me in two shakes of a lamb's tail? Let's do it. All right. It was, okay, remember the fucking dude that was in uh, True Blood that... The, that was like the slutty brother. 
The slutty brother. Okay, just just go on IMDb, go to uh, True Blood, and the one that played Jason Stacks. He was in the movie about a fucking killer doll. Where the oh, yeah. Oh, I know. Dead Silence. I didn't have to Google that. Yes. Dead Silence. Yes, that movie. That was probably like maybe that wasn't the past ten years, but it was not a franchise, and I thought it was pretty fucking cool. No, that was like I have to say that was a cool pick because I remember seeing that and it's all right. It was that was really no one saw it and it was pretty cool because yeah. it was like the small indie film. It was also made by like the same crew that did Saw that did The Collector. It was like one of their first projects. Yeah, so that was, that's my that I would say that's one of my favorites is Dead Silent. Nice. What about you? Me, I'm gonna have to go with Sinister. Because, again, that was a movie. That was, I, that was a good one, too. That scared the shit. Like, I made the mistake of watching that on my laptop. Oh, my God. I, did you your laptop in the dark and then the yeah. song came on? Yeah. You idiot. Why not, not a smart choice. Because I had three hours to get to the airport. I couldn't go to sleep, so I watched that. And I'm like, so I'm yeah, all... let's just let's watch a movie where that fucking song alone is fucking creepy. Yeah, that's, that's I, I, I'm like, yeah, it's one of these new horror movies. It's not going to scare me. I'm like, oh my god, what the hell? Yeah, Zach, like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> that really disturbed the hell out of me. That was see, that's a great question. We we're gonna every week. I think we're gonna get great questions through our Instagram. I'd like to really plug on our Facebook and maybe you can help me with that, asking our groups to give us questions, you know? Anything. I don't care what it is. We'll answer some weird shit, you know? What was that? Were, were those the two base questions or do we have any more of those? I have one more. I'll do our next sponsor as you can think about that one as well, okay? Cool. Recently, like, it could be like the last 15 years, best reboots. All right. Okay. And as we go to our next sponsor, we'd like to talk about Blood Witch Unlimited, which is one of our favorite cool brands that design very much perfectly styled, like all things dark clothing. Uh, a great item I actually have to mention, if you can listen real quick, is this week. I kind of want to get this for you on your birthday, if I can. It's the Death Before Decaf <laughs> t-shirt for men and women. It's a really cool design t-shirt. And it basically states, without coffee, some of us feel dead inside, so stay caffeinated. I love that whole idea. The, the shirt is very awesome. A lot of people look amazing in it from the pictures I've seen. I think Evil Pris would look badass in it. And um, I want to let everybody know, no saviors, look within is their motto. And please shop them at bloodwitchunlimited.com. And on Instagram, bloodwitchunlimited, you can follow them, please. You're going to be really mad at me. Reboot-wise? Yeah. I can't be mad at you. It's your opinion. I don't think any fucking reboot in the past 15 years has been any fucking good. You want to know why I'm not mad at you, right? Why? Because I, I have the same fucking answer. There has not been any good fucking reboots in the past 15 years. Whoever asked that question, I'm sorry if that answer pisses you off, but I stand by that answer. I, I, can, I can be honest with the horror fans here. I have watched the reboots. I have picked yeah, them we apart. Yeah, we, we both we 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 all have. We both have, but the, I'm not going to sit there and say, "Oh, this one was." No, I, I don't. No, and I've been very vocal about picking them apart, and I can get hate for that. But again, you can't remake Poltergeist. Sorry, they did. You can't remake 
that the only pass I'll give her a, a remake. It's not a reboot. It's it's a movie that they got Sam Raimi's permission. It was Evil Dead. That was the only movie, and that's not a reboot though. That's just a movie they did because it was going to continue with Bruce Campbell being in that at some point, but it didn't happen. But that's not a reboot. So that's the only pass I can give. That's not a reboot. Yeah, Sorry. yeah I was about to say we're talking about a reboot. So there's I'm no not... reboots. There's none. There's none at all. So uh, you want to? Who ended up asking that question? I don't remember. It's like somewhere on Instagram. Oh, okay. Well, let's say right now, whoever asked the question, sorry, not sorry, but none on both of our parts. Yeah, no shame to your game with that question. We just, that's our honest opinions. Both of us can't, we thought about it. I thought about it after I heard it. I'm like, uh, Evil Pris might be like, I don't know my shit because I have no choices for this. Nope. <laughs> I don't know my know my shit. It's just there's no. There's yeah. There's there's none for that. There's like nothing I could think of. I really threw my thinking horror cap on. I couldn't find anything. I don't think a lot of time the like we don't need a world with reboots constantly. Like do your own thing. I was really appreciative. Like in the two thousands when Kane Hodder got a, ch a chance again, he got to be a new killer and he was Hatchet. Yeah, make Hatchet a whole new franchise. Fucking a, make a new movie. Yeah reboot huh i said yeah but that's not a reboot so that's no no i'm saying instead of doing reboots just do a creative project yeah but we both know that there's different things of why that hasn't happened so i'm working on creating a creative project for us very soon but other than that sorry that that's the answer that we, you ended up getting person of interest whoever asked us that but that's what it is and we want to say we answered the questions evil pris is excited to give her yeah. two cents we and i answered the questions the best way i was going to know how so take it or leave it so continue to message us in our posts or in our like groups or, or in our messages on instagram on facebook either message or don't We're, there's plenty of other people that will and we will and gladly answer their questions we always oh, shall. So there. There you go. And I just want to say thanks to our first question asker, Toxic Baker. The dude actually just did this really cool convention and he got to like hang out with some really cool horror personalities and bake them cookies. He made like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre cookie for one of the uh, one of the actors that played Leatherface during the years, which is really cool. And yeah, he, he when he gets more time, he's gonna send you some murder munchies, and he's gonna send me some murder munchies. Cool. So yeah, guys, please follow the Toxic Baker. He's a great guy, great baker on Instagram. You know, look at his pictures, see what he makes, order from him. You would like some horror stuff he makes, or if you want to have your bar mitzvah, you'll end up getting some. Hmm? But if you're a stoner, you'll end up getting some. Oh my God! Well, everybody, I might be like on the evil Chris stoning like level very soon because I'm going to start that because I'm quitting drinking. But you said that getting stoned makes you have anxiety. You can't do that if you get panic attacks. Oh uh, no! I actually am, I have a meeting with a doctor so I can get an actual card in New York City and get the right thing for me. You have doctor, just to get a card. You have to go to like a place and you have to get a marijuana card in New York and get the right strain for you and everything. So why are you quitting drinking? Uh, being just, too much on your birthday. Were you being too much on your birthday? 
no, I, like I told you, every, I think I told you every year before my birthdays, I go and get my doctors, I, I do a full checkup and blood test. And the only thing wrong with me is the liver might be failing in a good few years, so I have to take it down. Yeah, I was about to say, stop fucking drinking then, idiot. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm cutting down, weighing it off, and trying my best. I was about to see, yeah, make it so you eventually aren't drinking at all. I will, and I'll be drinking a lot of water like I do, and hanging out with you guys, and smoking a lot of good stuff. So now you can just like once you start smoking, you can shut the fuck up about how stoned I get all the time. I might join you on these sessions going forward. Yeah, I'm literally like sit there and like not say anything else about like people being stoners and stuff. Can you like can you yeah. make design me a shirt that says now you can shut the fuck up about talking about stoners? Yeah, I actually will do that. For you I will. Oh thank you wait, very much. Wait, wait, can you do me a favor? Can yeah. can you real quick can you go to the fridge and get yourself a nice glass to shut the fuck up? I'm just kidding. I had to say that. <laughs> I love can you send me a shirt that says that too? I'd love to wear that. Maybe. Okay. Uh, yeah, we had a good time, but like, yeah, every time in the podcast, we want to change this shit up, guys. We want to like get questions from the audience. We want to get like depraved questions. If you want to recommend a movie to us, you better just go at it. Recommend something to us. If we haven't that seen it. Gonna, that doesn't mean we're gonna watch it though. So don't. Yeah, like when doesn't mean we're gonna watch it. But again, we're asking you to ask us stuff. We'll 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 watch. We'll listen. We'll read it. Everything. Well, Chris and I will discuss it. If it doesn't, we don't like it. It just won't be talked about. End of story. Yeah, I was about to say it's not something where we're trying to be douchebags or anything. No, no douchebaggery. Yeah, we just uh, there's some things that I mean, obviously, if it's like a cool concept to talk about, we'll talk about it. But other than that, but we always and, welcome questions. Yep, and guys. Evil Pris and I, in our chop shop, yeah, we're into shit, but we're not going to tell you. Please, don't ever piss off Gypsy or Romani women, and please, don't go to psychics afterwards. This bad shit's going to happen to you. This is, this, is, this is him saying this. I do not completely agree with that, so this is Zach saying this, by the way. I do not believe in pissing off Romani women and going to psychics right after that, pissing off that woman, because shit's going to happen. No, because with a psychic, they could be able to at least give you, like, a fucking knowing of if you have a fucking chance or not, so. Uh, nine out of ten fucking human beings will probably get the, the the whole lineup of how they can have the chance. It's probably won't go through with it. I have enough take after pissing off a gypsy woman. They might be able to give me more answers that I need than I could give myself, so that's why I said, you, you, you. You can be able to be in that mindset. I'm totally gonna be totally open to seeing a psychic after. So that's just me. You do you, girl. I will not be seeing no psychics. Good. Good. You just said that you don't want to, so I'm basically like confirming with you, like basically giving you like a gold sticker. Thank you for the gold sticker. Like whenever I get a gold sticker from you, I will put that shit very highly. On my shirt here, because it means a lot. I appreciate you. You're such a dork. I was kind of being sarcastic, but thank you. I was about to say. <laughs> anyway, my blood, guts, and everything nuts makeup horror queen. How can our audience and listeners get to you, follow you, contact you? They can be able to contact me through 
Instagram under Evil Pris or even here on Anchor, guys. You can get a hold of me through Evil Pris on Anchor, also Zach as well, or we could be able to find me on Facebook under Jackie Hunt or on my Facebook page, Blood Guts and Everything Nuts, and I'm always taking bookings, and my number and email are always available on there. My main email to get a hold of me is electricsugarpop69 at gmail.com. So if you want to be able to get a hold of me, Evil Press on Instagram and through here, Anchor, as well as Spotify. Also, Facebook, Jackie Hunt or Blood Guts and Everything Nuts. And that's how you find the evilly prissy one, guys. So now you can find me anytime at the Horror Supernatural Chop Shop on Instagram. Message me anytime. Me and Evil Pris always are on there. You can always message us on Facebook at the Horror Supernatural Chop Shop. You can email me directly with questions and any inquiries about being on the show or plugging your segments or in movies and talking about sponsorships at ZachTHSChopShop at gmail.com. If you know a great person that has a brand that wants to be a sponsor, we charge just enough that they can get exposed very well on all our platforms, including this podcast. So that'll be a great opportunity for anybody who's in the horror, supernatural, uh, collectibles universe. And also, please keep supporting us on our platforms. Support Evil Press. Support me and my Mr. Eyeliner anti-bullying movement. Our eyeliners are available on MrEyeliner.com, also on TGE Collectibles for very small pricing. And uh, we're all about horror movie lovers against bullying. And that's what we are here to do. Join forces and stop that bullshit and start more horror talk. All right. There you go. Well, thank you very much, Evo Press, for another great talk on a devilishly fun movie. Hell yeah. Thanks again, guys. Thanks for listening. And just remember to creep it real. And to you, Evo Press. Have a great horrific night, as I shall as well. And to our listeners, thank you. And please keep sending the questions. We need more for next week, all right? Hell yeah. Keep them coming, guys. Spooky night to all of you. Night, Evil Chris. Boy. Boy. Bye, guys. Later. <laughs> Bye. Bye.